Hello everybody, this is Cordell McClung with OAB Basketball. We're a skill development business that offers one-on-one -on -one basketball workouts, jump training, strength and conditioning workouts, and virtual training via Zoom or FaceTime. We are located in Somersville, West Virginia. For more information about who we are and what we do, look us up on social media. We have Facebook, Instagram, X, formerly known as Twitter, and TikTok. And as always, discomfort breeds success. Hey there, friends. You're listening to It's Time to Talk About It with Maxetta Gad. And guess what? <laughs> That's me. <laughs> hey, I'm so glad you're here. We have lots to talk about today. But before we get started, if you are enjoying this podcast, please hit that follow button for me. And please share this with your friends. And last but not least, rate and review this wherever you're listening from. Let's get to it. Let's talk about it. That's fine. Hey, listeners and viewers, we're back uh, with one of my favorite people, Tara Huckel. She continues to share her story with us, and um, I continue to learn from her. So I took notes last time and even have went over some of them between our last session and this one session like she's my therapist our last like <laughs> recording <laughs> and this one and uh, I have my pen and paper so just a reminder if you see me turn away writing things down it's because I'm taking notes and I want you to do the same Tara joins us from Texas and she continues to share how God has truly transformed her life and her husband's life and the entire family mm -hmm. um just picking up from last week, she and her husband, um, they were dating at the time. They hadn't gotten married yet. And her husband was starting to come to the Lord in a, a, a true come to the Lord. He, he was, it went from head knowledge to heart knowledge, let's say. And they still had some obstacles, um, but she really talked about forgiveness and bitterness mm -hmm. last week. So if you haven't listened to that one yet, go back and listen to it. And uh, you'll be encouraged. You'll you'll learn. And one more thing, and I will turn her loose. Um, I know a couple of viewers have shared with me not so much um, about Tara and I, our videos, but some other videos. Yes, I know everything looks slanted in the back. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I, I didn't notice. It's, it's even on the wall. I don't know if it's my chair, if the table I'm using, my carpet. But really, I just want you to look and listen to her anyways, because she is bringing such wisdom. Really, it's life-changing wisdom, and uh, you're not too far gone for God at all. So, Tara, I'll let you pick up and get started. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it looks beautiful, and I never oh, noticed thank you. you. <laughs> I like that. I love it. Oh, thank you. That's funny. Of course. And I'm going to be doing the same thing, y'all. I know we're on the podcast some of y'all might just be hearing and then some of y'all might be watching, but I yeah. got my notes. So if you see yeah. me looking down, I'm just making sure I don't miss anything. Yeah. Yeah. Cause really what you're sharing with us is, I mean, it's years of experience yeah. oh, of yeah. experiences, excuse me. And those mm -hmm. years of experience, it's been years since you've walked through them, you know, yes. you're completely yeah. different place in your life. So yeah, yes. those notes all you need to. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> And yes, just a little recap on the last video. So we had just walked through a horrible season of cheating. And then I found out he was cheating and reached out to the girl actually, and pretty much led her to the Lord. 
Mm -hmm. only through God's grace and forgiveness. And God healed me through that. And um, I just remember that time, a, a complete different step with the Lord came over me and I call it eternal goggles, you know, mm -hmm. only looking through the lenses of eternity. And that came from initially uh, my best friend, Tracy, who led me to the Lord. She had um, shared with me the Beveers, John and Lisa Bevere shared um, a, some kind of a sermon on eternity. And she brought that to my attention and it truly became my life after that moment. It's amazing when we do what the Bible says and we're obedient to God and we listen to him in the word of God, it truly transforms our life. And I got to see all this bitterness and jealousy and pain and trauma start to be peeled off my life and healed because of just simply doing what the Bible says. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I'm so thankful because, oh my goodness, was it torment, as I mentioned in the last <laughs> podcast. And I had said, you know, at the time, it was a consequence of my own sin. And as I contacted her um, later in life, God told me, I gave you a meekness in that moment. And so many people have reached out since I've shared online, some amazing and life-changing and kind, but a lot of people were really mad that I forgave, um, which just shows they're mm. still in torment. They're still yeah. in bitterness and unforgiveness. And so luckily yeah. and through God, I was able to help some of them, but some stayed pretty bitter and I just prayed mm. for them. But it's so interesting how the enemy will trick us and trick our mind. That's right. The enemy will tell you that you're weak when you forgive and don't do it because he'll tell you everything you can to keep you in torment and bondage. And that's truly where we stay. When we stay in unforgiveness, we stay mm -hmm. in pain and it, it doesn't even hurt the person who hurt us. They're yeah. living their best life. And we're yeah. sitting at home in pain, in torment, bitter, angry, miserable. And that's where the enemy wants us. He doesn't want us freed and living the life God has for us, which was paid for on the cross. Our freedom from pain was paid for on the cross why would we waste that? But it is, it's such a trick from the enemy. And so many people said, man, you're so weak. You stayed with that man. Like, wow, that's so weak of you. And it was so beautiful. One day I was just searching and reading and the Lord showed me um, a Greek term for the word meekness. And it was this beautiful passage about how Jesus walked this earth in complete power and strength. He is God in human form. He had all power but he kept it under control at any time. He could have just looked at the Pharisees and they would have dropped dead. He yeah. could have done anything he wanted. He could reveal anything to them and get the heat off of him. Mm -hmm. But instead he washed Judas's feet the night before he betrayed him and got him murdered, you know? And so I started to read and it said the Greek term for meekness, which is who Jesus was and how we're supposed to walk is it is a term that they used for war stallions, wild war horses. They used to meeken them. They were the most powerful, strong, muscly, wild horses that were just crazy strength. They had every bit of power, but they would meeken them and they would take that power and they would say, okay, this horse has all power, but it's under control. There's a meeken, they've been hmm. meeken. There's meekness to them. Ooh, it's giving me chills. Like that yeah. was Jesus. He yeah. had all power and all strength, but he kept it under control. And when he wanted to flip tables and God said to, he did. And then other times he washed feet when he could have gone off on people and yeah. been in the right and not, not had sin, had righteous anger. Yeah. And so I just was yeah. so amazed by that passage. And, and the Lord just kind of spoke that over me and said, there's been so many moments in your life, including when you reached out to this female who knew that there was a relationship and came into the home I'm in now um, and slept with my future husband. And he did too. He's just as in the wrong. And 
honestly, at the time I was living in sin. So I had consequences of that sin. You know, it was just a not good situation all around. But when I reached out to her and I had surrendered my life, that is when God gave me a meekness and I could have shown up. I could have fist fought her. I could have cussed her out. I could have yelled at her, but God gave me this love for her. And he, he truly shows us that through following the word, we can walk like Jesus. He'll change your heart through forgiveness. He will soften you. He'll give you an empathy for others that have hurt you. That makes no sense in the world's eyes, (laughs) but it changed her life forever. She was begging me to stay best friends with her and said, I wish I could have someone like you in my life. The woman who slept with my future husband, like, (laughs) and here I am telling her, I love you. You're so beautiful. God loves you so much. Please don't ever have a one night stand again. You deserve so much more than that. This is your worth in Jesus. I just gave my life to the Lord. Let me tell you who you are to him. It was beautiful. Yeah. And it's only because of God and his grace. And so again, the word is a lamp into our feet and a light into our path. It changed my life getting in the word of God and just listening to him. And those moments could have never, ever happened. And as I mentioned last time, you know, I was living in sin. And how can we expect not to have pain and consequences? We can't play the victim when we're just not following the Lord and the word of God. It's going to come. And in Isaiah 48, 18, it says, if you had only paid attention to my commands, your peace would have been like a river. Your well-being would have been like the waves of the sea. God is telling us, if you follow me, you will be okay. I will protect you. It's not perfect, but there won't be this painful consequence of sin that I'm not in. God is not sin. So he can't be in that. He can come and protect us and heal us. But consequence of sin is painful. (laughs) Getting cheated on is painful. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And if I had just read that Bible verse and listened, (laughs) I could have avoided all of that. (laughs) And so... He graciously started showing me that, but also because I had just surrendered my life and was following him, he was healing and redeeming and bringing me peace and bringing me everything I needed to get through. Praise God. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I I do like how you shared. um, If we would, you said, if I had just read that Bible verse, I would have. And isn't that true? If we would just get in the word, I mean, it says it will transform us. I mean, renewing Mm -hmm. our mind transforms us. So often our responses or interactions with people Mm -hmm. are very much different than what the world says that they should be. Like she said, you know, Mm -hmm. most of us, I mean, I'm a wife and was once a girlfriend. If, if I saw the woman out that, you know, my fiance (laughs) had cheated with, like my first thought would not be to share Jesus with her now. (laughs) So it's pretty awesome though. But I think that reflects truly how transformed your life was becoming mm-hmm. that time mm-hmm. or was really, you know, yeah. and that's only through the power of God. I mean, that yeah. is, yeah, absolutely. Only Jesus can do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. That's right. And, you know, the world will also tell us, well, when you've been through a lot of trauma and you've been very hurt, it's going to, it's a, it stays with you forever. Mm-hmm. It's going to take forever. You're always going to have that pain, you know, I've even seen these trending things, Taylor Swift, you know, these big people in the world say, you don't have to forgive. It's this big trending thing right now where it's like, I don't have to forgive that person. And it's such from the enemy because again, it's not even for the person. The enemy is twisting everything. So we stay in torment. Like Mm -hmm. who cares? Even if you're not a believer, my goodness, if you forgive them, you're going to feel a lot better and it doesn't even affect them. It's such a lie. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, "Mm -mm." 
here don't listen to it yeah (laughs) I've been there but people were telling me you're gonna have so much pain oh you're you've gone through so much and even my childhood my adolescence my earlier years you would think after something like this finding this out and knowing it's in the home I'm in right now and we had no plans of selling the house at the time (laughs) we weren't even married yet you would think that it would take years and years and years of pain and and arguments and all the things that the world tells us is going to happen. But it was not very long after, let's see, it was September. It was about a month or two after that we got engaged that after the day I found out, I mean, that is how quickly God moved in my life when I followed his word. And when I truly forgave and when I truly started blessing her, like I mentioned, I think in the last podcast, I began praying for her every time the torment would come. They tried to come every time the thoughts would come, every time the memories would come, bitterness, anger, PTSD. I would be hyperventilating, crying. I, you know, start to lose it for a moment, call Tracy or text Tracy. (laughs) She'd bring truth and she'd just be there for me. But the moments would come, but they started lessening every single time that I would reach out to her. The torment would come, I'd immediately reach out to her and say, how can I pray for you? You are so beautiful. I'm so thankful that God created you. You are not my enemy. Like, mm -mm, I'm not letting this torment happen. And every time she'd say, well, actually, yeah, there is something you could pray for. And by the end of that text or Instagram conversation, I would have all peace because God says when we pray for our enemies, yeah, he's got us. So I just started to trick the enemy and say, okay, well, y'all aren't going to mess with me anymore because I'm going to reach out to her every single time. (laughs) <laughs> hey, and with it, that I'm sorry I didn't mean to interrupt oh no go ahead what does it look like so I'm just thinking of this situation the people you have around you matters during mm-hmm. a time like this oh, were yes. there people saying okay Tara he's crossed the line like it's it's mm-hmm. time to leave him and move on or was your group all very solid that you know God's saying forgive him and you two move on together mm-hmm. what did that look like that's huge. Yeah. Uh, and it was a drastic difference. If you've listened to the previous podcasts, mm-hmm. um, the very beginning of mine and Jeremy's relationship when we were swingers and acting a fool, we were not, didn't know the Lord. Um, in the very beginning when I left him and I went to the Lord that one night and said, I'm going to find Jesus. I did not have the same people in my life at that time. And even though I felt the Lord saying when he brought us back together, I knew it was the Lord and I was so confused and I was wondering how, and then he, and then he had me lead Jeremy to the Lord. Uh I did have people, Christians around me that were living so much in their flesh. And I know it's caring for me and everything, but everyone was telling me, leave him. Don't, don't be with him. It was too toxic. You guys did horrible things and sinned so much. God can never redeem that. It is too bad. That's not the word of God, but it's fear, you know, and it's their flesh. And I had so many people telling me it will never work. It's not from God. You need to leave him. You need to leave the state. I was getting inter- I was getting job offers all over the United States. The enemy was sending big money out in Seattle and all these huge companies and trying to get me away from Jeremy. And I had people telling me to leave him at the time. Now, fast forward to here, I had given my life to the Lord. I surrounded myself with closer believers, mainly Tracy, honestly. And she would always say, she would give me, biblical advice from the Holy Spirit. But even at the end of the day, she'd say, and don't even take my word for it. You go to the word of God, you get in your closet and you ask the Lord. And that's when, you know, you got somebody that 
mm-hmm. is following the Lord because at the end of the day, they're saying, don't even trust me. I can, I'm a human. I could get it wrong. Yes, yeah. I'm Holy Spirit led. Yes, I'm getting this from the word of God. But just in case you take it to the Lord in your own personal relationship, yeah, Jesus, God says, my, my sheep will know my voice. You go to the Lord and you listen for him. And so really, I just had her, maybe one or two others, if that around me, and they immediately just opened the word of God. I mean, I remember the couple from church that I went to her house the night I found out and her husband got home and he just opened the Bible and started reading about forgiveness. And man, was I mad at the time. I was like, <laughs> shut up. You yeah. don't know nothing. <laughs> you would, are dumb. Yeah. That, that would take some courage on his part too, you know. Too. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. Hey, he was like, about forgiveness. <laughs> Whoa. And he said, don't girls usually want ice cream in these moments in the movies? <laughs> and I was like, I don't want ice cream right now. I just lost the love of my life. And he yeah. opened up the Bible and yeah. Ooh, it made me mad. Yeah. I haven't forgiven yet, but I had everyone around me. I had, like you said, it was just so important because at that time I had removed anybody. Well, really God had removed a lot of people too. And I was just clinging to the one or two really close people in my life at the time, because it was such a hard time. And the Lord yeah. truly set that up. And especially once I gave my life to the Lord, then I had more wisdom and discernment to have the right people and to know right from wrong. But yeah, everybody was telling me, yeah, it really was like two people, but they were so close to the Lord and they were saying, you don't have to stay. Yeah. If you don't want to, y'all aren't even married yet. It's not like it's a divorce. And even then the Bible says you can leave with infidelity, Mm -hmm. but, and Tracy kept telling me, if you want, I'll buy you a one-way ticket to Florida and you can come live with us. It's fine. I understand this is brutal. And, you know, at the time I hadn't told her my revelation with the Lord that I was still sleeping with him before we were married. I was still living in sin. How can I expect? I was cheating on God. He wasn't first, you know? And so at the time, it just seemed like Jeremy had done such an awful thing until God gave me that revelation. But she said, but imagine what God will do imagine what he could do and how he could redeem this testimony Mm -hmm. Tara and little did we know we haven't gotten there yet but what God would do in the future with my husband's ex-wife and I and none of that miracle would have happened if I would have left in fear and not trusted God and not to say always God's not always going to tell us to stay I would say pretty much he will because it's redemption but at the same time God had removed people in my past there was a man I was pursuing when I wasn't really following the Lord and God threw him across the United States, as <laughs> many States away as possible overnight. And I was so mad. I was pursuing that man. And I look back and I'm like, wow, God catapulted him multiple mm-hmm. States away. You know, he will make it clear. And he removed yeah. an ex from my life that was abusive and not following him. And so many people that were abusive, he removed from my life, not to say every single time you have to stay there's different circumstances. If your children yeah. are being assaulted, you know, if something is happening, you get out, right. maybe God redeems down the road. Sure. But follow the Lord. It's not always yeah. going to be the same, but in this situation, the Lord kept telling me he is for you. I've yeah. got this. You were sinning, ma'am. You're messing this up. Mm-hmm. I have something good for y'all. Yeah. <laughs> if you would just listen to me. <laughs> right. Right. And, and I really want the listeners and viewers to hear too. <clears throat> you have, she spent time seeking the Lord and Mm -hmm. his voice on what to do in this Mm -hmm. situation. A relationship with the Lord had been established and was continuing to be established. So Mm -hmm. 
she didn't just listen to other people. Uh, I love how she said, Tara always said, go to the word, go to the word, go to prayer. You know, you go find it. So it's really important during times like this, when we're trying to forgive someone or when hurt has came or uh, abuse Mm -hmm. comes, what, whatever may come that's from the enemy. It's real important uh, to spend time Mm -hmm. with the Lord in the word and you get the revelation as well as to how to proceed and what to do from there. Amen. Yeah. The only way everything else. Yeah. Ain't going to work out. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Goodness. And it's so clear. I had read in Isaiah how it says, if you would have just listened to my word, there'd be peace in Job eleven sixteen, It says, this is how good God is. Even after we sin, even after we mess up, when we come to him, it says, you will surely forget your trouble, recalling it only as water's gone by. Mm-hmm. Oof. And every day yeah. that went by and I sought his peace, it was like cheating who? Like yeah. what? In this house? I forgot, you know, like right. it just began to become yeah. water's past. Yeah. And it is possible. I was engaged within a month. We were getting ready to get married yeah. right after I found out. And it wasn't like you know, la la la, not thinking about it. It wasn't that it was truly the Lord healing me and telling me this wasn't meant to happen. You chose sin. Let me heal it and redeem it. And I've got some, something for you. Yeah. It was his peace and only his peace. (laughs) And, and again, we'll get to the, my husband and my ex-wife, her name is Tiffany. We'll get to that testimony, but it was literally this time frame. Hmm. that I began receiving texts from my husband's ex-wife saying, I hope he cheats on you. Ooh, I hope he does to you what he did to me. He's going to leave you. You're worthless. You're ugly. I mean, anything you can imagine, night and day, 50 texts, waking up, going to bed. This was right around the time the Lord started telling me, you're going to text your future husband's ex-wife. And I had no idea what was to come with that. And I was obedient and I had met her and we were texting. But let me tell you, when I started speaking to her and when she started attacking me was the time frame I was being cheated on and about to marry this man. So again, the enemy just saying everything the enemy could do and all that hell could do to keep me to try to not be close to my husband's ex-wife. I mean, you think about that situation, everything she's telling you is coming true. And she's telling you she wants it to happen and she wants you to suffer and hurt like she did. And I could very easily block, (laughs) delete, (laughs) answered the hate with hate, but I had just given my life to the Lord and he had told me there's something to come and I'm going to use you in her life. And God had given me his peace in that situation. And again, saying, pray for your enemies, you know, treat them great, forgive them. Yeah. It was the enemy. As I look back, doing everything he could to make me not want to talk to Tiffany, not want to be in her life. And for that held just doesn't know everything, but they could see my life was coming to the Lord. They didn't want anything good to happen. They didn't want me talking to Tiffany. She was very lost and hell was doing everything they could to give me fear to not marry Jeremy, to not be in the kids' lives and Jeremy's life. And eventually in my husband's ex-wife's life. And now years later, when I see the miracles upon miracles that happen from marrying Jeremy and being in all of their lives, 
I see it for what it was. But at the time, it would have been so much easier to not return her hateful text with love, which is what God told me. You return every single hateful text with love. You tell her she's beautiful. You tell her she's worthy. You tell her she deserves love. You just love her like I would. And that's not technically easy unless you're filled with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. I mean, it's nothing really that you could do on your own. It had to oh. be God in you. I mean, there's this... Yeah. <laughs> I just yeah that's the only way I know to put it you could not do yeah. that in your own strength at all no yeah absolutely wow. not yeah but it does say in first Peter 3 9 do not repay evil with evil or yeah. insult with insult on the contrary repay evil with a blessing this is the part that got me years later because to this you were called so that you may inherit a blessing and oh my goodness, when y'all hear the Tiffany testimony, what a blessing. Yeah. It changed my life forever. Yeah. And even as I brought it to social media, it changed millions of people's lives. That's yeah. mind boggling. Mm -hmm. That's mind boggling. That's again, yeah. only the Lord. Absolutely. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oof. And I think I've mentioned it before, but um, at the time, my favorite song, yeah, I mentioned it, uh, was Oceans by Hillsong. Mm -hmm. And that was the song that played whenever I had my little bachelorette moment with Jeremy <laughs> driving to his hometown. Yeah. <laughs> and he just puts in this song from his best friend who'd been praying for him to get saved. And it was Oceans. And yeah. God had kept playing this song and it just was hitting me, my spirit. And I believe I mentioned it as well. My, even my social media handle is Terilyn underscore 1111. And it's because now numbers mean nothing. They're nothing, but Jesus will show us a sign in anything. I mean, you name it. It's just his way of speaking to us. And as I had gotten saved, I kept, I would be praying and saying, God, I can't believe you've redeemed my life. Like, thank you. I'd look up. It was 1111. And I'd never noticed that number, but it started happening so many times in the miracles when I got saved. And even looking back before we were saved, he had shown me where he was in the darkest times with that number. Just I had pinned certain things and it was 1111. And oh my goodness, he just started showing me in, in the hardest times and in the best times. And so um, we started talking about getting married, planning the wedding. And, um, it was absolutely insane because I remember asking the Lord, you've removed people in my life before. I, I don't want to mess up. I I'm yeah. now following you. I'm not surrendered. My desire is to marry Jeremy and have him and the kids in my life forever. But even if that's what I want, I will never see him again. If that's not your will, I need your will. And I need to do what you want. And please give me every sign. I need to know that I'm obeying you. And he had given me so many signs, but I just kept asking and asking and asking up until the wedding day, because I just wanted to make sure <laughs> that I was being obedient. Yeah. And we sat down and i had had so many signs from the Lord that it was a yes and to move forward. And they were my forever. And I still said, I want one more sign from you, Lord. I just need one more sign. And we sat down to plan our wedding and I'm from upstate New York and I, I love like a cool crisp fall. And so I knew I wanted to get married in November, but there's Thanksgiving. So we pushed it back a little bit and we picked November 18th and we were so excited. We called his best friend and my best friend, Tracy and Tracy and her husband were going to come and take a photograph our entire wedding for free. They're professional photographers. And ironically, I had met Tracy one time in my life, even though we were best friends, we just talked on the phone. It was so the Lord, but we looked at that date and Jeremy's best friend couldn't make it. 
I talked to Tracy, the tickets were like 400 plus dollars per person. It was just not working. And I was like, okay, God. So we pushed it forward and we're like, wait a minute, that's Thanksgiving timeframe. That ain't going to work. We said, well, why don't we try the week before? And we just sent out a quick text. It was the week before work. Everyone said, yes. Tracy texted me. Oh my gosh, the tickets are like $92 per person. This is perfect. Mm. Everything fell into place. Yeah. And I sat down with our calendar and I started writing it down. And I looked at the date and the date was 11, 11. Oh my goodness. Yeah. What? <laughs> oh. I started bawling. I was like, yeah. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> like, what? Wow. It was so incredible. Yeah. It was the most amazing thing ever. And every little piece of it just fell into place. We didn't want to spend a lot of money. It wasn't about money or showing, you know, making it super beautiful. It's just what we wanted. We wanted it simple. We wanted trees. We wanted it outside and um, very simple. And we love nature. Yeah. And one day we were just driving and one of uh, Jackson, my bonus son's friends live on this beautiful country land with trees and they have this wraparound front porch. And we didn't even really know the woman for years and years. We just knew her from football. All of a sudden her house popped in my mind. And I mentioned it to Jeremy and he says, I was just thinking the same thing. Mm-hmm. And I reached out to her. I said, this is the craziest thing ever, but can I get married at your house? I'll pay you. Oh. <laughs> and she oh. says, yes. Yeah. Everything just started falling oh. into place. And yeah. she uh, said, I'll do it for free. Y'all just come. It would be such a blessing. And um, leading up to this, right when we were going to, Jeremy was going to ask me to marry him. My little bonus daughter, Morgan is not a good secret keeper. And so (laughs) he had said, Oh, and I said, what? And she said, I can't wait for your birthday. And I was like, why? And she said, cause then I get you as a second mommy. And I was like, second. I was like, so I tell Tracy, Jeremy's going to ask him, marry him on my birthday, which was later in October. And, um, best friend, she told her husband, uh-uh, this needs to be a surprise. You tell Jeremy to do it before her birthday. Yeah. And this whole thing happened. And one oh. day we were at church again, just, it was such a confirmation from the Lord where we had started, you know, swinging and hotel rooms and horrible sin together. Yeah. We were at church and Jeremy was acting weird. I had no idea. Cause I'm like, he's going to ask me on my birthday. And it was a day at church where none of our friends were there. Like it was a cloudy day. There was hardly anyone there. We walk out into the lobby and he just says, I love you. And I'm like, I love you. And he's like, no, I love you so much. And I'm like, I love you so much. Like why <laughs> acting weird? And he dropped to his knee and he had had the ring in his boot. <laughs> oh, wow. And when he dropped to his knee at church, oh my gosh, the emotions to yeah. be getting engaged in church with God, like my favorite thing in the whole world (laughs) yeah coming from our beginning to that was so full circle I can't even describe the emotion like my spirit just with the Lord gratitude for redeeming us and Mm -hmm. right after the cheating stuff and then being redeemed I mean to be getting engaged in church when we met on tinder and we're swingers (laughs) like that's wow only Jesus yeah only Jesus could do that yeah And I was so thankful, even something little like that. And then when my birthday came, I was just like, I'm so thankful it was at church and that God did that. It was one more piece of him confirming, I've got y'all, I'm here with you. And oh my gosh, I was so grateful. And 
the wedding day came. And at the time I was not really talking to my dad more. So he wasn't really talking with me or involved in my life. And, um, I was like, I don't know who's going to walk me down the aisle. I mean, my dad had it my first wedding and, um, he was basically telling me I'm not coming to the wedding. You know, I'm not really seeing you right now. And Jackson, my bonus son had heard, and he was like, I'll walk you down the aisle. Oh, and I was like, are oh. you serious? He was just so young at the time. It was yeah. so precious. And I was like, of course I'm going to let him do that. That is the most precious thing yes. with that. Even oh. God, um, brought my dad around. My dad ended up coming. And so I actually walked down the aisle, the outdoor aisle with my bonus son on one side and my dad on the other. And it was just so special. And the final piece of just God being in everything oceans had been my Jesus song. And one day I was just asking the Lord, you know, praying over our marriage, our future marriage. And God was like, yeah, you're going to walk down the aisle to oceans. And I remember the day perfectly and just walking down the aisle. And yeah, that's like so romantic too to walk down the aisle to those words to Jeremy. But again, years later, looking back on that moment and remembering those words and the yeah. Tiffany testimony with my husband's ex-wife, all of the hardship that was about to come, even in our marriage, things were about to go highs, lows, highs, lows to be able to look back at that moment and not think, did I do something wrong? Did, are you sure God was I not supposed to marry him? Like, am I not supposed to be here? Things yeah. have gotten really heated and persecution and all this stuff is happening. And every single time God brought me back to that moment and said, I walked down that aisle with you. I was there and I did this. I put you in the, these lives and I brought y'all together. And what I brought together, no man can separate. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's yeah. Right. If you do not know the words to oceans, oh my goodness, I'm going to read it for y'all now. And it says, um, let's get through. Okay. You call me out upon the waters, the great unknown where feet may fail. And there I find you in the mystery In oceans deep, my faith will stand and I will call upon your name. Keep my eyes above the waves. When oceans rise, my soul will rest in your embrace for I am yours and you are mine. Your grace abounds in deepest waters. Your sovereign hand will be my guide. Where feet may fail and fear surrounds me, you've never failed and you won't stop now. So I will call upon your name, keep my eyes above the waves. When oceans rise, my soul will rest in your embrace. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> my gosh yeah <laughs> and boy had I been in deep waters and boy was I about to be in some deep waters going yeah. forward too because just because we give our lives to the Lord doesn't mean everything's perfect right. matter of fact the closer you get to Jesus the more hell is mad you've disrupted them it's like a beehive you yeah. know the bees just attack when the person comes near it and truly God started to tell me I inserted you into this family. Yeah. Generations of hell were after them and me. I gave my life to the Lord. Then I led Jeremy to the Lord, his children, my bonus kids to the Lord. And I'm about to meet his ex-wife. Mm. Hell ain't happy about that. Right. That's right. <laughs> these are generations of yeah. hell in these people's lives. And God has inserted me and told me yeah. to be obedient and to trust him. You better believe that not going to be easy. The the yeah. heat's going to get turned up in the fire. But when God gave me this song and constantly reminded it, 
me of it as time went on. He was just telling me, I'm in the fire with you. Like you, yeah. you will not sink. That's you right. embrace you. You will hold on to me and I will keep your head above the waters. And yep. I brought you here. And man, I looking back just to know I walked down the aisle of that. It's so romantic with Jeremy and I love it, but it was just so beautiful with God, even mm-hmm. more so. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Even right. more. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yes. And man, just amazing. Oh, yeah. I, it just, I don't, I'm in awe of it really. I mean, it, <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Only God could redeem something like that right. and make that day so special. Yeah. And uh, it was so beautiful. It was on 11, 11. And right before we got married was another miracle. Um, as I mentioned, when I first met Jeremy, uh, he had always said, you know, I want, now I want a woman who's got more money than me. Like, you know, when I met him, he was right. so worldly and he was like, yeah, I remember, my ex yeah. never worked. And I've always been with women. And he had this like resentment towards women because he had been hurt by women and they had used him and he just wasn't close to the Lord. And so he yeah. wanted a woman with money. And he told me when he found out my job and I was making more money than him, when I met him, he said, that's so attractive. And he would constantly talk about careers that he thought was unattractive one of them was a teacher when we first met Hmm. little did he know that that had been on my heart forever to be a teacher oh yeah god had put that on my heart and when we weren't saved i would always just hide that and mask it and say well i'm always gonna have so much money and be a businesswoman yeah and so even when we got saved i was so fearful of ever as i got saved and i was slowly getting closer to the lord God was removing all my fear of man and people pleasing that was there. Like, what if Jeremy doesn't find me attractive? If I become a teacher, it's like half the salary of what I'm making now. And, um, of course, when you grow with the Lord, he removes that fear and he brings you to what he has for you. And God was very strongly telling me the words, you're going to be a teacher. And I couldn't believe it. And I was so nervous. And I remember I mentioned it to Jeremy and just burst into tears one day and just told him, I want, I know God's telling me to be a teacher. And he said, well, do it. That's fine. Like, why are you crying? You know, God was changing his heart. And right before we got married a month or so, I was telling Tracy, like, I don't know how I'm going to do all of this. Like the testing for the teacher certificate program and studying and all this testing I'm going to have to do and work full time. And I'm getting married and, and I'm helping with the kids and all this stuff. And one day Tracy's just like, just pray about it. God will provide a way if he's calling you. And I'm like, well, it's going to have to be a big miracle because not, it ain't going to work. And one day I pulled into work and Jeremy texted me and he said, Hey, quit your job. I'll, I'll pay for all your bills. We weren't even married yet. And he said, I'm going to start providing before the wedding. There's still a couple of weeks to the wedding. Quit your job. I will handle everything. I'll pay for your townhome and my house. I'll pay for your electric and my electric. I will pay for everything, your car, everything, gas. Um, you get into that teaching certificate program if that's what God's calling you to do. Here's the man that said that is so unattractive. I love yeah. money. And he's telling me to make zero dollars. Right, right. Oh my goodness. Only God again. Yeah, that's right. The- biggest miracle I was shocked I would have never imagined and so I did I gave my notice and it was the most beautiful thing ever that God did that and I was able to start that was again a huge piece if God had not changed his heart and done that we're getting really close to the Tiffany testimony but I would have never in a million years 
ever been able to enter her life the way it happened because I would have been working my 60 hours mm-hmm. a week and never been able to speak to her. Right. And it was step one towards the next three plus years of my life with her and all of the miracles there. Again, God just made the biggest miracle happen where in my mind that even with Jesus, it didn't cross my mind that that could ever happen. Yeah. And he changed my heart to trust him. And he changed Jeremy's heart. <laughs> yeah. Not yeah. worry about all the money. And right. on top of everything else, God provided and gave Jeremy a promotion and a raise that pretty much ended up being what I made, if not more. Yeah. Wow. I mean, he will provide a way. If yeah. God calls you to it, he will make the path. He will make a way. And if you obey him and just follow yeah. him. It's not even going to make sense how he does it, but he will do it and you can trust him. Yeah. And it was scary at first. Sure. (laughs) I mean, what a completely different person Jeremy is at this point. I mean, he wanted you to take care of him. You know, you make the money. You were at one time taking care of everything from laundry to just emotional needs, every need. I mean, it's like a completely different person. And that is what God does. I mean, he is brand new. He is a different Mm -hmm. person. Yes. He changed it. He gives everyone a new heart Yeah, and he renews our mind to think the way God thinks, not the way the world has messed up our brain to think and how we were born into Adam thinking twisted. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Even for him to be remorseful and Mm. confess to you about cheating, you know, before you guys were married. Oh yeah. And um, then to be actually remorseful. I mean, because in the yeah. past that wasn't it oh, was yeah. okay that he shared himself with other people, you know. But yeah, yeah such a mm-hmm. brand new creation, indeed. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. That's why. And man, before the Lord, um, it was everything the Bible tells us is for our good, and it's not because God is some mean God; it's because He cares about us. Right. But I remember reading after giving my life to the Lord, Galatians six, seven through eight says, do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked and man reaps what he sows. Whoever sows to please their flesh from the flesh will reap destruction. Whoever sows to please the spirit from the spirit will reap eternal life. And as I began to read these verses after the fact, I just remember being blown away at how true they are. Mm-hmm. I had reaped destruction. We were pleasing our flesh. We were doing everything sinful and we reaped destruction. Yeah. I give my life to the Lord. I'm ple- I'm walking in the spirit and I'm receiving eternal life and all the blessings that come with that. It's so, it, it's so much less complicated than even some churches make it. We've made yeah. it out and the enemy kind of tricks us to think it's so complicated. You're never yeah. going to get this down. It's not the Old Testament where you had to memorize the whole Bible anymore. Yeah. Like we have the grace of God through Jesus. And thank you, God, that we do. Thank you, Jesus. But it's clear in the Bible. If you seek sin and to please your flesh, you will have destruction. But if you don't, God has blessings for you and eternal yeah. eternal life. And it's so much less complicated. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and I just started seeing that and being like, man, I overcomplicated that for a long time. Yeah, I do too. I think we're all, we've all been guilty of doing that. That's yeah. true. Yeah. He, mm-hmm. he is such a, so I'm going to try to say this correctly. He's a simple God, but a complex God as well. Yeah. Yes. But he, 
he doesn't make it so complicated that you can't live with him, live for him yes. and fulfill what he tells you to in the word. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, the, the complexity, I think, is sometime it overshadows just the genuine simplicity of the relationship he wants with us. Yeah. You know, yes. I hope that makes sense. I don't want to in any way say he's not complex. He is indeed, you know, but at the same time, he's just, you know, he's so, I don't know if simple is the right word, but so approachable that even the kids, yeah. you know, he wanted the kids to come to yeah. him, you know, and they just innocently understand. They don't question him. They just, here I am, Lord, you know, use me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's You're difficult. absolutely yeah. right. And he is so gracious of him because he is, he's so, he comes to our level. He meets us he where does. we're at when he's so complex and just so perfect. And he comes yeah. to our little, our little brain cell. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's so true. Yes. Yeah. It's and it's so kind of him. <laughs> it is. It sure is. You're right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's a so good father. You, yes, he is. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have more or is this a place you want to stop to prepare or to get ready for next week or what is your thoughts let's see yeah because i know a we're little. getting okay yeah go I ahead know we're getting close to the i know i'm like <laughs> on the edge of my seat i just people it's so funny like yeah she she did forgive the the one night stand that i'm not even gonna call her a girlfriend she really was just a, a one night stand yeah. I mean, just wait until you hear about the ex-wife. I mean, it's amazing. And again, it's something only God can do. And she did and does in the, the strength of the Lord, the love of Christ, really, that provides. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. he gets all the glory. Yeah. It for sure ain't me. Yeah. yeah. That is so, for sure. It's amazing. It's pretty great, though. But yeah, go right ahead. Go right ahead. Yes. And um. I had been, again, it's just like the more I read the Bible, the more I started seeking God after everything. It, it's the only reason that any transformation was happening. And, yeah. oh, I I could easily see before not walking in his will versus now how drastically different and good life was. And it's why I share my testimony. It's why I share so many details and I don't hold back because I don't want any one person to not find freedom. I've been in the darkness. And once you know, once you know the Lord, you, you find a true believer, you see the joy, you see the healing and you just want everyone to have that. Yeah. And I remember I was, I was walking closer to the Lord. Um, says in Isaiah 48, 15, I, the eternal one knew this would happen. I am the eternal one, your God. I have given you my instruction on living well and right, leading you in how you should be and do. If only you'd listened to my instruction, then you would have been flooded with peace and your righteousness would have risen. I've read that so many times, and but then I read a Bible excerpt and it said, true peace begins with knowing God. Those who listen and live by his teachings find that wholeness and goodness flood into their lives. The wicked and non-obedient face a different reality. They live with constant danger, sadness, problems. For God, suffering is not an end in itself. God uses our suffering and our hardship to purge the bad and foster the good in his covenant people. And it says, if you're not a believer in God, that might not make sense. 
and it's because we we don't know until we know him that we were born into sin and we're not born good and it takes jesus on the cross but reading that it's he'll use the bad for good it's not from him he doesn't bring evil but he'll use what the enemy meant for evil for good in our lives and life drastically changes when you're living in his will for the good yeah and it's so amazingly he i remember him giving me the biggest revelation after I come out of all this sin that there's such a difference between a consequence of sin yet walking in hardship with the Lord. Those are two drastically different feelings, right. situations, and outcomes with fruit. One has dead fruit and mold <laughs> and just bad. <laughs> and the other one has peace and hope no matter how bad the situation looks because you're walking with God. And he had made it so clear to me and he had said, you know, you had lived in sin and had consequences, but I love you so much. And now you're surrendered, you're living in humility and that changes everything. And as I move forward from this last huge consequence of sin, getting cheated on, I began to walk into the fire and it's not like life was just easy as can be. Again, the enemy in hell was so mad. I was getting close to the Lord and I was touching lives around me and hell will fight so hard against you. But again, they don't have the authority over God. When we know we have the authority in Jesus name, he will protect us. He will be in the fire with us. It doesn't mean it's easy. It doesn't mean everything's perfect. That's right. It means you now don't have the pain of consequence and sin. You now have a God standing in the fire with you, protecting you. You're not going to get burnt. You're not even going to be ashy. You're not going to smell like smoke when you get out. You're going to have a smile on your face and he is going to fill you with supernatural peace, even though everything's going crazy around you. Right, right. (laughs) But it's so different than consequences of sin. It's a different, it's walking in his will and he's there with you. And when he is with you and you have his presence, oh my gosh, it's amazing. Yeah, so true. Right, Yeah. yeah. And I knew that going into our wedding day, um, it was such a Jesus bubble on the wedding day. So many people have reached out on social media when the story went around and people would say, but how did you trust Jeremy? How could you ever trust him again? He had done that from the day you met him. He did it after he got saved. Like y'all were hosting a life group in your home. He said he was saved. How, how could you marry someone like that? For one, our battle's not against flesh and blood. I knew that hell was fighting for his life. Mm-hmm. And my best friend, Tracy right. said, girl, this is life or death. Like you are fighting for his eternity. You are fighting for this man's life right now. Hell's going to attack you, but you've got the Lord. And if God yeah. tells you to stay, he'll protect you and he'll, he will make go away. And Jeremy's lost right now. He's a prisoner of war. He's tied up in chains and bondage. He doesn't know where he is. He's not your enemy. You get on your knees and you ask the Lord for guidance. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I did. Even going into our wedding day, our wedding day was only like less than three months from the day I found out. That is how close it was. Yeah. I mean, it was only, uh, it was less than a year. It was nine months, seven months since the day it happened. Wow. We're, we're talking seven months since this female has been in my home and I'm about to come home from my honeymoon and go yeah. into this bedroom with my husband. Like it doesn't make sense without the Lord, but he had given me such a peace and he had told me this is your forever. And he had warned me too with, with oceans, like it's about to get heated, yeah. but I've got you and I called you here and you've got to trust me and I will protect you and I will bring you joy not just in my marriage getting attacked, but just life in general and persecution and everything that was about to come. 
but again, just those confirmations um, on 11, 11 and Mark 10, 19, what God has brought together, let no man separate. And God had made it clear. He brought us together and he had told me, I will make a way. And he had warned me, it's not going to be perfect, but you stay strong in me. And I believe in Corinthians, um, it discusses how a righteous spouse will cover the unrighteous spouse and even the children. So for anybody watching, if you feel that after you've gotten married, God's called you, you married a believer, even Jeremy had said the salvation prayer and he was following the Lord, but I began to grow at rapid speeds with the Lord in my relationship and find healing and find, you know, learning how to walk in righteousness. And Jeremy would have times ups and downs of falling back, falling back. And the word will tell you, oh, unequally yoked, you can divorce and leave them. They're not close where you are. Go to the word of God, because I believe it's Paul says the righteous spouse will cover the unrighteous spouse and the children. If you are the vessel in that home, you're there for a reason. God's called you unless God tells you to leave himself. You go to the Lord and he has promised that your relationship with him, you being an open vessel, you will cover the home. You have the authority in that home because you have Jesus. And there were many times after our our marriage, highs and lows and behaviors started coming back. And I would take, God began to teach me to take authority over our home and just stand in the power of Jesus. And it changed the entire atmosphere as I learned to do that and not learn to live in fear. And it was incredible. So if you're there and you're thinking, well, God's told me to stay and you're not being beaten or, you know, horrible abuse isn't happening. If it's right. just, you know, constant struggles and issues and, and hard situations, know that the more you seek the Lord and you're a vessel in that home, you're, a, you right. will have the authority of Jesus to change the atmosphere. Don't let the enemy defeat right. your, your faith and your joy in the moment either, because through the hardest times of my life, people had no idea because I wasn't just putting on a smile. I truly had joy from the Lord, from my alone time with him. And nobody could believe it. Nobody could believe the things I was going through. And that is supernatural from God. And it is possible for anybody, no matter what your circumstance is. I promise. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Amen. I agree. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. And again, I remember confirmation the second we got married. Oh my goodness. That night, my sister totaled my car, got in it, got hit. Oh gosh. I would get a call on our honeymoon. Your sister's in the ambulance. She ended up being okay and not hurt. But the people ended up for the next few months trying to sue us for money. They hit her, but she was in the wrong somehow and couldn't find my car. My car had been brought somewhere. Couldn't find it. It was totaled yeah. the night of our wedding. That was our first phone call. It was like the second we said I do and I followed the Lord all hell broke loose (laughs) hell was so angry and threatened (laughs) and i had so many people telling us like tara one day this will be a testimony that you share and it's going to save marriages and lives and hell's afraid and they're going to come at your marriage you you buckle up and um it's hard when both people don't buckle up i'll tell you jeremy was not as close to the lord at the time and i was the only one buckled up and spending a long time with the lord and Man, it gets rough when it's just one out of the two. But God kept telling me, you remember what you walked down the aisle to. You remember those promises. I told you I keep your head above the waves mm-hmm. and your faith may fail, but I've got you. And, right, right. And he kept every promise as time went on. And man, I was getting calls from my landlord. We had she, you know, made a, a way for me to get out of my lease early. We had found someone who was going to pay. She started threatening me, threatening to sue me. These people who hit my sister in my car were threatening to sue us all yeah. on my honeymoon. 
all on the oh night of our, our marriage. Uh, this woman lost her mind on me, was screaming at me, telling me I was lying, that I didn't get married. She wanted to meet with me in person. I said, I'm out of the state. I'm on my honeymoon. She told me I was a liar. <laughs> she oh lost her gosh. mind. Yeah. <laughs> One thing after <laughs> the other, I dropped my phone and it shattered. She told me I had to move everything out the day I got back from our honeymoon. We had to rent a U-Haul the day we got back from our honeymoon, spend all this money, move all my stuff out. Um, my phone shattered. I picked Morgan up from school. She's broken out in a rash. We go to the ER. I mean, so many things happened the second we said I do. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, and again, the world will tell you, see, you did something wrong. I kept going to the yeah. Lord and he was like, hell scared. Hell is scared right now. Yeah. They didn't want y'all together. Yeah. You listen to the Lord. There's going to be some crazy persecution coming. But again, the difference between consequence of sin and before was the pain and not having the Lord there. Now God provided, I got a free yeah. phone an upgrade. I was like, Oh, and God's going to upgrade. I got a new <laughs> car and upgrade my husband. Yeah. He got a raise. He got a promotion. Like yeah. this is the difference when you know you're walking with the Lord and it's not a consequence of sin that comes with no fruit right. that comes with That's pain. Right. Yeah. When you are walking in persecution and there's all this stuff coming at you, the Lord will provide Yeah, and he will make yeah. a way and he will give you supernatural peace. Morgan, we found out she was allergic to um, penicillin, all this stuff. Like we found out so many things she was treated and cared for. Um, she was good from that moment on. I mean, everything that tried to seem like was a big deal. We found my car, I got a new car, God provided. I mean, it was perfect. Yeah. Everything that hell tried throwing at us right. ended up with an upgrade. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. how good our father is. Yeah. Wow. And we were just like, okay, well, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. That is amazing. Gosh. Yes. Yeah. And um that was kind of the first step of knowing, man, hell's really worried right now. Like there must be like God wanted us married and all the things that I remember hearing. Um I can't remember who it was, but somebody said one time does hell know your name? You know, are you living underneath, you know, a, a closet Christian that's just kind of like, oh, I believe in God, but like hell yeah. doesn't need to fear you because you don't tell anybody about the Lord. You don't share your testimony or you don't read your Bible or you don't spend time with God. You're just kind of a closet Christian that sits back and hell's not worried about you, but does hell know your name? Like, <laughs> and I heard that and I was like, Oh, I want hell to know yeah. my name. Yeah, I want them right. to be afraid that yeah. I love Jesus. <laughs> More wow. importantly, I want hell to know that I'm going to make his name known yeah. everywhere I go and give him the glory. And man, that one stuck with me. And that was my friend, Tracy, who was just always encouraging me and saying, you know, hell's going to know your name, Tara, like through this testimony, don't you give up? Hell's so angry. You came to this family and you're walking in obedience and and hell is going to be afraid of that. And they should yeah. be because when we have the Lord, they're afraid of Jesus. So okay. they should know our name and they yeah. should know we're going to make his name known. That should yeah. be what a believer's life looks like. And every day that went by, I began to recognize that more and more. Yeah. And Tracy just kept encouraging me. The harder things got, the more I wanted to give up. She would say, Tara, you know, I truly believe God would have put your story in the Bible. Like one of the, one of the people that made the Bible. Yeah. And I'm yeah. thinking, do you see my life right now, Tracy? Nobody um, would want to read about this. This is horrible. Yeah. <laughs> but she Aww. would encourage me. And, and that's another thing. If you're seeing someone walk through it, but they're following the Lord and it's not sin, it's, it's more persecution, encourage them and speak life over them. Because yeah. let right. me tell you the vessel that Tracy was in my life 
kept me afloat to other than God himself mm -hmm. constantly speaking life over me and her encouragement mm -hmm. and her bringing the hope of Jesus. Every time I couldn't see hope, she right. brought hope into my right. life. Every time I was down, she'd pick me up with, with encouragement from God. And yeah. I know that it 100% was the reason I could keep going. God used her as such a mighty vessel in my life. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And so be that. I always say, if you can't, if you don't have a Tracy, be a Tracy. That's because right. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Amen to that. Yeah. That's oh, right. It saved my life. And some people will tell me, well, I don't have a Tracy. I'm like, then be one. That's like right. you'll be blessed by blessing someone. Like it's okay. If you don't have one, you be one. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And, and it will change lives forever. Yes, it will. And just as time went on, I started to see like how good God is. If you're in a dark spot right now, if you're in a hard spot, know that God is going ahead of you yeah. and he is preparing a way and he will even reveal it to you one day. You will look back and see the goodness he did and you will see how full circle it is because as we get closer to me sharing the Tiffany testimony, my husband's ex-wife, <laughs> where she lives right now, this could only be God, yeah. shares a parking lot with the Starbucks that Jeremy met the girl that he cheated on me with. Oh, it's also God. the Starbucks that I first went to when I first let you, left Jeremy when I was a swinger. I went to the Starbucks and started getting to know God there and reading my Bible and everything there. Right. Then Jeremy meets this girl there. That's hell. They see me in there coming after Jeremy, coming to lead him to the Lord and his children to the Lord. They see me full ablaze with Jesus coming at this family and they throw this woman there and Jeremy falls for it. They're trying to push me out of his life. They're trying to push me out of Tiffany's future life. Not that hell knows all those details, but mm -hmm. they're scared. Yeah. And oh my goodness. How incredible is it now that I've been in Tiffany's life? And we'll get to that. But every single day, I still see her every day. Her home is feet from the Starbucks. Hmm. It didn't, that, where she lives now didn't even exist. It was an empty parking lot next to Starbucks. They share a parking lot. It wasn't even there yet. What God provided for her wasn't even existing at the time. And yeah. he dropped it from heaven right next door. And you would think like, that's such a bad reminder. No, every time that I see that Starbucks, I'm reminded of God's redemption, his goodness, yeah. and that I can trust him, that he is going ahead of me. And he's going to drop a building from heaven that I pray for right yeah. next door to where the enemy tried to stop me. Yeah. I mean, right. yeah. what? <laughs> it still blows my mind. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. It's That's just so uh, beautiful. It's amazing. It is beautiful. That's true. Yes. Yeah. And it's only something God could do. So he's going yeah. ahead of you now and he's preparing something right. that you don't even know you need yet. I didn't even know her yet, really. And I didn't know what I would need yet. Yeah. I didn't even know this parking lot that used to bring bad memories would bring an answered prayer. Yeah. Like yeah. know that God is going ahead of you and preparing your miracle, your answered prayer that you don't even know that you need yet because he is yeah. such a good father. And there's so many more things that became full circle as the Tiffany testimony moved on. We, she and I ended up at a restaurant one day and I was able to bless a waitress and lead her to the Lord. That restaurant that I ended up with my husband's ex-wife mm -hmm. and blessed this woman and led her to the Lord was our place, our, our place, angel restaurant. And we weren't even, I wasn't even thinking of it. That's just where my husband's ex-wife Tiffany wanted to go for breakfast that day. Yeah. And I remember sitting there and thinking, oh my gosh, God brought me back and redeemed me with Jeremy yeah. for this very moment in time. Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting here in a booth away 
And what if like God has gone ahead and redeemed everything and planned the whole future yeah. that I could have said no to because hell was trying to scare me away from God's plan right. for my life and for so many others lives. Yeah. And mm -hmm. since I've shared these testimonies, I've lost count of how many people have given their lives. to the Lord found healing surrendered. I've mentioned it before people died after giving their life to the Lord. They saw the testimony, gave their life to God and then passed away. I mean, there's no telling what God has planned yeah. through your obedience. Right. And let me tell you, the enemy will throw everything at you to try to stop you from yeah. living in obedience, mm -hmm. but don't you give up right. and you keep your eyes on the Lord, just like on water, <laughs> walking yes. on water. That's right. You yeah. will sink when you take your eyes off of him, but I'm living proof that it gets heated. It gets really hard sometimes, Yes. but if you trust God, you trust that he loves you and you live in obedience. You walk in righteousness. You read your word, the word of God, and you have a relationship with him. Mm -hmm. There is no telling of the goodness that is about to come, not only in your life, yeah, but everybody else around yeah, you. People right. you don't even know it affected, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is so good. And you're so right. I love it. Yeah. Yes. This reminds me so much that God knows the end from the beginning, the beginning, mm -hmm. from the end. I mean, he knows everything in between. He knew that building was needed. He knew, <laughs> oh gosh, I just love it. I think it's such an encouraging story, uh, testimony. <laughs> I hate to just call it a story. It's truly a testament of what God has done and is doing for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. I That's what it. I got today. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I love it. Um, and again, like she said, you can find her on TikTok at Tara Lynn underscore 1111 right so now we know what the 1111 is that's it that's fun yeah. and you have an anniversary <laughs> coming up right yeah. yes it's next week yeah that's right that's oh wonderful gosh. how many years married let's see it was 16 golly seven seven yeah that's wow. great seven years yeah. yeah so that's exciting so exciting <laughs> wonderful yeah. Okay. Is this a good stopping point? Or? Yeah, this is perfect. Okay. okay. Wonderful. We thank you guys so much for joining us. Um, yeah. All of her episodes are still on the podcast, still on YouTube. Um, you can go back and catch up. You can catch her on her social media. Now, all of this, like I'm not taken away from anything that we've heard so far. Mm -hmm. What's coming up to will just, it, it amazed me anyways. It mm -hmm. just, um, yeah, it really left me speechless. I, me too. Yeah, yeah. So you'll want to come back for a couple more episodes or however long she needs, of yeah. course, um, for her to share with you what is coming up that she had no idea this was going to take place. She she had no idea. Her husband didn't have any idea. So, mm. but it's God is good and he's faithful. Yeah. So you'll want yeah. to hear the, the testament of that. But well, thank you everybody for joining us. Tara, thank you so much for yeah. uh, being here and giving me your time and being patient with me. Oh, rearranging schedules. So we will, <laughs> uh, we'll talk again soon. Thank you, everyone. Well, that was good stuff. Hey, thanks for joining me. I hope you'll join us each week. Just be a regular here every Thursday. I mean, hey, it's time to talk about it. Also, you can find me on YouTube at Maxetta Gad, and I call this Chatting with Maxie. 
It's like I'm on a FaceTime call with lots of friends. I tell a couple funny stories and share a little devotional to encourage you for the week. And while you're on YouTube, be sure to check out Emily and Maxetta reviewing The Grub. It's restaurant reviews that myself and my friend Emily are completing, and it's throughout the state of West Virginia. You'll enjoy it. Thanks again.